Welcome everyone to today's special Student Couch episode. My name is Yunus and today I'm very happy to be welcoming uh, Navin on this third episode of the Student Couch. Uh, on today's episode, I'll be talking with Navin, a student um, and student assistant at the University of Amsterdam. For the first time, listeners, this show is designed and dedicated to understanding the student's story, perspective, voice, and concerns. Now, if you haven't yet, get your coffee or your tea and join us for the next half an hour. Navin, it's great to have you here on this episode. How are you? It's nice to be here. Pretty good for such a rainy day. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rainy today, but uh, what have you been up to for the past few days? Oh, not much. I'm catching up on classes, making sure I'm staying up to date with my lectures and preparing for my tomorrow's class that I'll be teaching. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Um, so you're a communication science. I know we met on, uh, I think, the first day of orientation. Exactly. Right? The very first day. Yeah, yeah. And ever since, it's been uh, horrible. The worst friendship ever. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but why did you choose communication science? Well, just a funny story. I used to study business before in Germany, um, and I noticed while studying, I wanted to do something that's more marketing oriented, something that's more to do with communication. I think um, the program the UVA has is exceptional. It really tailors to my interests. It goes a bit beyond it as well. And I just felt like the syllabus suited me. And ever since I switched, I haven't regretted the decision. So, yeah. That's great. And what was it like switching programs? Was it difficult making that decision? I think um, students that have switched programs can probably relate to it. It's never an easy decision. It's nothing that happens overnight. But um, at a certain point, you do understand that maybe your classmates in the course like the, uh, like the projects much more, like the classes much more than you do. And you kind of figure out that um, maybe this is not something for me. Maybe we should find something that interests me as much as this course interests my classmates. And then once your mind you know, sets to like the decision, um, there's not much you can do to change it until you actually do make the decision to move. Okay, so you made the decision to move how many years into your business program? It was two years. And wow. I know, yeah, probably many people have told me, oh, why don't you finish your last year? I just had to do an exchange and my bachelor's thesis. So I was basically done. But for me, it wasn't worth spending another year doing something I didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, and if you look at a sunk cost fallacy, you shouldn't look at what you've invested, but what you can do from this point on. And I'd rather do the bachelor's that I really enjoy than spend another year trying to graduate from a degree that I, I didn't enjoy as much. and. Yeah, I think um, it's a tough choice mm -hmm. and it's something that you need to discuss, um, of course, with like your friends and your family. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's a decision you kind of make independently as well. Yeah. And what, what was like the, the support that you had around you during that time? Were your friends mostly like encouraging you to change programs? Did they feel that or were they like, man, what the hell are you doing with your life? But, yeah, I mean, there's a certain level of conflict of interest, right? If you're friends with someone, why would you want your friend to like leave you, like go away from? Um, mm -hmm. But on the other hand, friends are there to support each other. So in the beginning, the moment you introduce the idea of maybe wanting to change, there's of course a certain level of resistance, or maybe suggestions saying like, "Hey, it's only two more semesters, you got this." 
But once they understand also the fact that this decision is probably better for me, mm-hmm. um, it was quite supportive. I'm still in contact and um, with a lot of friends from my previous university. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm quite happy the way it worked. And I felt that once I did make the decision for myself that I've only had support. Um, so yeah, pretty grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never really had that experience of really switching programs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do got to say that, like, I really do feel like if if I were to make a decision like that, or if anyone would be, um, it really has a, it has to be a choice made by you or the person actually doing that and not influenced by external factors or things like that. Of course, unless there is some difficulties in some way. But uh, yeah, just basically really convincing yourself of the idea you're taking on. So that way there's like no regret or no um, sort of attachments that you you don't want to keep in a way. Exactly. I think you need to know why you're changing, right? Whether it's you don't want to study. Some people might just want to start working. Are you changing because environment isn't good? You need to know why you're changing. But if you know it Mm -hmm. and you know the change is actually going to address the issue, Mm -hmm. then I think it's worth it. Okay, yeah. that's, that's great. Uh, would you be able to move your mic just Sorry, a little bit no, closer, closer to, to me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that's great. So you switched programs. Now you're in within communication science. How has your experience been so far? Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been pretty great. Um, I did my business administration bachelor's in Germany, and it's a slightly different um, learning style to what we have here in the Netherlands. Um, I quite like it here. It's very much hands on during tutorial classes you engage with the teacher a lot more in a almost personal level and the course has been also like constructed quite well a lot of the topics are up to date and i could see the purpose behind most of the stuff i was doing so i've had a pretty good um learning experience and i feel like it helped also a lot for my personal development mm-hmm. so, yeah. That's awesome. And then um, this year, I heard you you decided to take on the role of student assistant. Exactly. I'm teaching tutorial classes um, for persuasive communication, more specifically the classes that revolve around writing a literature review. Um, I help yeah, I teach the classes and I grade um, the weekly assignments. Okay, yeah. that's, that's cool. And um, how did you get the position? Well, I saw... Um, the listing went online. I think there was a newsletter and a post on Instagram, social media. Um, I looked at it and I uh, teaching was something that interested me. It's something my mom does. And I felt like I, I want to like, explore it. Maybe not professionally in my future, but something I'd definitely I'd like to try. Um, and then I just took the shot and landed a position. Okay, yeah. that's great. And so you 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 you've sort of already had the interest in teaching before you found the position in a way, or at yeah. least the experience. A bit. I I've tutored um before, mm-hmm. more on a one on one um level, mm-hmm. and I quite enjoyed it. Um, satisfying when you can like convey something to someone who didn't know it before, and you see how they like learn it. It's it's a rewarding experience. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And so your your mom is also a teacher. Yeah, she started to teach me in middle school wow. for a year or two. Um, How was that? Uh, I mean, it's not that fun. I think the hardest part is knowing how to dress her. 
yeah. whether you just hit and miss yeah. or, or <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But I'm yeah, I only had it for like only two years, I think. And okay, and was it two years for as in your whole day is with her, or is it uh, two only years like math? Um, cool. Yeah, she's like a teaching assistant as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, nice. Nice. And so, um, what does a day in your life look like now um, as a student assistant? I mean, balancing between um, sort of your role as a student assistant, your role as a student, and just your life in general. Well, I think um, a certain level of time management is important. I don't schedule my days by the hour, Mm -hmm. but I know what needs to be completed when. so I make sure I stay up to date with my lectures just because I can't afford catching up. Might not have the time to sit down and catch up on like five lectures. Um, and I think also for grading, that takes a lot of time. I set aside like almost two days for it. Um, not the whole day, but um, just split apart so I can stay concentrated when I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've dedicated work time slots during my week and the rest I try to like adapt because workloads change. Some weeks you have more assignments, some weeks you have less. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's not always very easy, but so far I haven't missed a deadline. I haven't felt like I was under too much pressure either. Yeah, let's see how it goes. That's awesome. And so you're, um, so, so throughout the day you try to focus your energy on all of these different parts. Um, or do you try to spend one day doing only like your student things or one day doing only the teacher teaching things? Given a choice, I'd like to just do one activity a day mm-hmm. um, just because I can stay in that mindset, stay in, in, in the zone. Yeah. However, um, of course, there are certain days where I need to maybe in the evening do a bit for one and uh, maybe I need to work on an assignment I have for my minor mm-hmm. or I need to maybe grade like two more papers um that happens um as well minded i usually have breaks uh, of like free time mm-hmm. um i don't study and then i start grading or preparing um yeah but cool. I, given a choice i'd like to keep them separate during the day yeah yeah and I, I think it also kind of allows for a bit more focus on what you're doing exactly and so exactly more intentions put into it and things like that um what do you enjoy the most about being a student assistant i think i like the teaching aspect um mm-hmm. like standing in a classroom i don't try to um pretend to have a form of authority uh, and be in a certain level superior to the students especially since we are very much in the same age group um however i like um like helping out it's like helping out your fellow students it's a course i did the previous year um, so I know what worked. I know students that struggled with the course. So I know what also what are common issues and difficulties students face. Um, and I try to provide like the best learning experience and feedback for them. Mm-hmm. Because I do understand that sometimes an assignment is annoying to complete. Sometimes you might think you know how to do it and that's why you don't want to submit it. Um, but um, I try to create like a discussion and a safe learning environment for my students. Cool. And so... About your experience as a student. Now we were talking a little bit more about your the things you kind of enjoyed and that taught you um, something and that, that was useful to you for as a student assistant. Um, what are some parts of your experience as a student 
that you did not enjoy so much and that you found tutorial teachers could be doing something better in? It's, it's tough, especially since my comparison is to my previous university, mm -hmm. where the student-teacher interaction was very low to almost non-existent. Yeah. Um, my tutorial teacher probably didn't necessarily even know half the students that were in the classroom because you could go to any tutorial you wanted to. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the level of student-teacher interaction is definitely a lot better here. Mm -hmm. um, I've been mostly quite satisfied. Um, in some instances, I'd have, oh yeah, I had wished for a bit more feedback than I received or maybe a bit more clearer feedback on how to address my issues. Yeah. Um, however, it's never been too much of a problem. And most of my teachers, fortunately, have been quite good. Yeah. That's great. Now, as you're sort of getting to experience the student life through this other lens as a teacher, um, what is some things that you would like tell yourself as a student now that you see yourself as a teacher? Yeah, I think there's a lot of work the teachers do mm -hmm. that students don't realize. Um, being showing up early to the classroom, preparing material, trying to understand the course um, to its fullest extent so that you can provide information to the students and you can answer questions. Um, so it's a lot more work than you might just assume. It's not just showing up and reading of presentation slides. Mm -hmm. um, also grading takes a lot more time than you'd assume. Um, I think there's a certain level of patience you should have with your teachers. I only teach one tutorial, but I know colleagues of mine that teach several. So, um, yeah, they have a very tight schedule and to an extent I would say teaching a class is a, definitely a lot more work than attending a single class. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I'd be, I'm definitely like seeing why feedback is given in a certain way. I'm, I'm understanding how much work is actually like put into yeah. a class. Um, why you can't always make the fanciest presentation slides if you have 50 slides each week. It's it's a lot of work. Um, yeah, I, I think I have a lot more respect for what the teachers do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just getting to hear your experience and everything you've been telling me about being a teacher, I'm, de I'm definitely more, um, what's the right word for this? Maybe more more empathetic towards teachers in a way. Yeah. Um, more considerate of what they're actually kind of going through. Um Especially, I mean, sometimes uh, as a student, I would find myself like kind of like frustrated as to um, what I might feel like is not the education I want to receive or the teaching style does not really fit the way I, I, I want to learn. But sometimes I also forget to consider the fact that maybe even the, the teacher is a human being. And at the end of the day, mm -hmm. they also have a long day. They have a lot of things to do. Um, they not only have to learn the material, but also teach it to you in a way that is understandable. Um, so definitely, I think I think all of us need to be a bit more compassionate and caring for teachers and understanding of them mostly, um, the same exactly. way they should of us. Yeah, uh, not definitely. I think it's a give and play kind mm -hmm. of situation. And yeah, for a student, you mostly ha mostly have like one question and you wonder why it didn't get answered immediately. But for a teacher, it's twenty five different questions that you have and you need to address. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more that a teacher has on hand. And at the end of the day, 
a teacher doesn't necessarily know everything. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they might not understand the question that's being asked or it's something they need to check in again because even if you are 95% sure, you don't want to take the risk of giving them accidentally a wrong answer. So um, yeah, sometimes you got to follow back and come back later with an answer. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, if your teacher's taking a bit more time, maybe a gentle like an email reminder to see if they could you know answer a question. It's nice, but most of the time, teachers are doing the absolute best to help the student. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now the hope is just that the students are also doing their absolute yeah, best to be learning. Exactly. And I mean, I can only imagine that uh, as a teacher, it could also be frustrating if you have um, frustrated students who are trying to understand, but not putting in as much effort as they could be giving or as they could be putting in. Um, is, do, do, do you see that in any way happening where some students could be frustrated for something um, like that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, definitely. I, I can tell most students, at least for me, um, they put in time and thought behind what they do. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes they might have missed one sentence in the instruction, or they accidentally went off a tangent, yeah. and then a certain percentage of their work needs to be redone. And the bigger that percentage is, the more frustrating it is. And it's not something, you know, personal to them, right? It's just a miss error they made, and it's and they worked w upon that error, mm -hmm. and then it's of course um, annoying to have to correct that while new work is being given. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course I can I can do my best to motivate my students and give them feedback where they can, but if they also decide not to participate, submit stuff, um, it's there's nothing. I can like act upon that, right? I can't yeah. give them feedback on something that's missing. Um, but yeah, mostly it's been quite good. Yeah. Awesome. And so just to, to, to sort of wrap up our conversation, any last advice or words to students listening in? Anything I, regarding maybe um, how to manage schoolwork, uh, balancing between everything, um, or just how to keep the motivation to stick all the way to the end? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think um, there's no secret formula on success at university. It's quite dependent on how you learn. Mm -hmm. I think my best advice is um, participate as much as you can in the classroom, even if you're making mistakes or you're asking questions that might seem like it's annoying your students or your teacher. But anything that you you know answer in the classroom setting is something you generally don't make a mistake again in whether it's an exam or an assignment, um, try to maximize the resources you're also paying for, right, with your tuition. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I do notice that once one person puts their hands up in the classroom, I see more hands and the interaction starts. Um, that being said, some people are also more introverted and might not feel that comfortable. You can contact your teachers via email, or, but there are also lots of resources on Canvas most of the time. Mm -hmm. that you can read upon um, as long as you know how much work is ahead of you and how much time you have and um, keeping that in mind you should decide how you want to um, you know, space out your work yeah and as long as you stick to your certain targets you give i think it's fine because most of the time you do get a lot of feedback and um, the workload isn't always less sometimes it's quite a lot for students mm -hmm. 
but if you um follow through um it's it usually works out because you do see most students do pass and the pass rate is usually quite high um it depends on the course of course but yeah i think it also helps a lot when students partner up with another student mm -hmm. so you can like support each other encourage each other to work answer each other's questions it, um that helps a lot because i think hearing something from another student's perspective is sometimes a lot more enlightening than hearing it from a teacher mm -hmm. uh, who knows the content already and who knows like the next two steps as well yeah um sometimes it helps like looking from from ground zero onwards mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then just being around kind of uh around people who are also trying to learn the same subject as exactly. you are and discussing it and talking about it as well is like mm -hmm more contact with the subject to just help you understand it better um absolutely but navin thank you thank you so much really for being with us today thank talking you, to us about your experience as a student assistant and your advice to um students out there that could be struggling with managing their time and their priorities and things like that um i'd also really like to thank the medium team for helping us promote this episode and to really everyone else out there that's uh, involved in making this happen um, join us next week for another episode of The Student Couch and be sure to send us your suggestions for future topics or guests. If you're a student out there and you want to be on here, um, you're more than welcome. Just uh, shoot us a message on Instagram. Now, this show is brought to you by Medium Magazine, the fully student-led magazine of communication science. To learn more, check out our latest articles. You can visit our website on www.mediummagazine.nl. To join our team, be sure to check out our open positions on our latest posts or on our, or on our website. My name is Eunice. This was Student Couch and I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for having me.